I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We want a man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the future of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. Technically accurate, this is a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cult, and you're listening to Tracks and Sci-Fi. Here we go. Right on. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is podcast number 490-something or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? I had it. I had it. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Oh, this is going to be the most unprofessional podcast. It's 493. Who's doing a podcast after nine years that's ever been recorded. Yeah. Yes, 493. Thank you, Chris Clemente. And uh, it is going to be going out on June the 22nd, 2014. So how the heck are you? Oh, I'm just, well, I haven't been around in a while, at least on the podcast, I think it's been. Hasn't been that long, has it really? Uh, it maybe last time we it was. I know it was we last, did. Yeah. Was it the one we did the last time? Yeah. I would look at. I would look at my my fancy table here. Maybe it was February. Maybe. Oh gosh, it wasn't that no, long. Ago, I don't. Was know. It? It's hard for that me. we that we did one. Oh, maybe okay, we right. did. We did the genre favorite one. That was back in April. Okay, so, so it hasn't been that long. All so, right. So that's not that's not been that long. Feels long, for me. Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, and uh, what we're going to cover today, Chris and I, it's just the two of us, just the two of us, I'm not going to sing, <laughs> oh, nope. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> that's a little embarrassing. All right, we're going to have to play some of Bum Chicka Wow. No. <laughs> oh, God. This isn't Game <laughs> right. of Thrones. Like I told you, this is going to be the most uh, uh, both unprofessional and unrehearsed podcast uh, in uh, in my uh in my, I was going to say my brief time of doing tracks in sci-fi, but not not at all brief. No. So the uh, the subject is, uh, and this is your whoop 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 uh, spoiler warning. Riddle we alert. are going to talk about the the past TV season, basically, right, Chris? That is what we were talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought since we had some pretty big shows that um, we were watching. Oh, well, who used in, to say that? It's a, it's a that was Ed Sullivan. That, that takes big shoe. It's going to be shoe. <laughs> you have no idea who that is, though, really. But you have heard that. that no, line well, I'm a, I'm a Beatles fan, so I know exactly who Ed Sullivan. Oh, okay, yes, all right. Yeah. It's funny. I was just the other day talking to somebody about that. Who you know, it was somebody. Um, oh, it was. I was talking to my yeah, somebody. This is going to sound terrible. I was talking to my wife Lynn. I was talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she was talking. You know, she teaches high school, and she was saying how some of her students 
are are really big uh, into you know some older groups like that. I, I I hate to say the word older, but you know to the Beatles, yeah. the earlier Rolling Stones, and, and you know stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that stuff doesn't go out of style. But yeah, we're gonna talk about the past TV season. We've got yeah, you said, which got me off on that tangent. They're really big shows. Um, I jotted down a few uh, things like a Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Arrow, oh yeah. Marvel Agents of Shield, yeah, uh, and then a, and a few probably a little. I'm not sure if you watched any or all of these. Uh, Tomorrow People, Almost Human, Grim, any of those on your radar? Um, I've I watched Almost Human. Um, <clears throat> I'm sad to say that Grim I didn't get you caught up on. Grim. No, I've, oh, okay. I've seen the last the first two seasons. I like, guess it was this the third season. I think so, yeah. And I was actually, we were doing really well on it. It's just one of those shows that we kept, for some reason, it fell off the radar on me and uh, I never got caught back up. So. All right. Well, um, yeah, we, we can talk a little bit about that and yep. the others. But uh, but it, it, as I said there with my whoop whoop, uh, it's gonna, we're going to spoil the heck out of probably especially Game of Thrones and Arrow. Uh, talk about those a lot. And uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did you watch the rest of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Did oh, you yeah. stay? You stayed up on that, right? I, I told you, like, I think I told you earlier, like, I had lost interest, but they really stepped up the quality. Uh, well, with the Captain America movie. Yeah, I mean, that was, was really... Talk about a boost in the arm for them, really, yeah. you know, truthfully. But uh, So, yeah, we're going to talk about the TV season, kind of uh, go through the shows a little bit, uh, one at a time, talk about what we like, maybe what we don't like, uh, uh, and... You know, just just say, and, and I think one of the things I was thinking about, Chris, is we should maybe touch on at the end, toward the end, some of the stuff we're looking forward to, you know, next fall. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because truthfully, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> truthfully, it'll be here quicker than uh, than we even know. And uh, and also, I want to apologize or at least mention here because I may comment on it as we go. But I with buying a new Mac and rearranging my computer setup here, uh this is going to be recorded. It may sound a little different. Chris is recording it, so you can blame him for any any problems. Now, <laughs> I, I, I haven't quite got everything licked on my, you know, wires. I've got so many. Captain, i got so many wires. I don't know where they all go. I, I, it's like there's the red one and the green. I don't know which one to cut. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we, so we do Scotty impressions tonight. No Conan. You know, uh, it's going to be a fantastic podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't on any of these shows, you know, but I was going to be in the Expendables movie later this summer with my good friends, you know. Could that cast be any bigger? Could that? Could or they, older. They... <laughs> oh, you know what would be funny? To take to take the cast and, and add up the ages of of all of them. <laughs> so uh, that would be kind of that would be kind of funny. Yeah. Well, let's see. You've got at least uh, you got. Arnold, Sly, Harrison Ford. So that's like 350 right there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to pick out all the guys that are at least like 60 and up. Uh, and Mel Gibson, right? Is Chuck uh, Norris in this one again, or? I don't think Chuck Norris is in that one. Okay. Um, and then they got like that four or five like you Young. know like 20 something year olds. Which I noticed in the last trailer. I don't know if you watched the last one, but it looks like it. It looks like all the young ones get like captured. You know, the old guys 
uh, don't get captured, but the young ones do, and they have to, the older guys have to come like rescue them or something like that, which I find kind of humorous. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're goofy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but that's not what we're really here to talk about, even though we love our Arnold, and he is doing uh, Terminator 5 right now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see those pictures that were online of that? Did you see him with no. the old... You know, they, 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 you know he, he had been talking about how they were going to say, well, you know, it's, it's fine. You know, a Terminator could be made any age it wanted to be. It doesn't necessarily have to stay young-looking. Right. And they've actually made him look even older than he does in most of his recent movies. I mean, he's got, you know, all his hair is gray. I'm not sure what character he's playing at that point in the movie. That's right. just a couple of quick pictures. Looks like he was coming out of his trailer smoking a cigar like he always is. But uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so they're doing that. Um, huh. Well, cool. So, I, I mean, I, I'm, I love Terminator. Yeah, I mean, come on. Who doesn't love Terminator? It's uh, e- Even Terminator 3 had some fun moments in it. So, um. Okay, so I guess what do you want to do? Start with the big, the big, uh, the big pajama, or what? What does that say? The big mama, big mama. <laughs> uh, I'm not even drinking tonight. I'm oh drinking, yeah, I see the picture by the way. It's pretty cool. I'm drinking green tea, so I'm not. Even, I don't even have that excuse. But oh, I guess since it's the most recent finished show, and it's certainly the biggest uh, on our in our probably in our heads right now. Uh, let's talk about Game of Thrones, I guess. Yeah. And again, spoiler, 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 warning, spoiler, spoiler. So uh, I don't know how many more times I can say that. Because, I mean, 
that last episode, and, and I guess the season, in, in especially the last few episodes, there's a heck of a lot of stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. They really crammed a lot in. Um, and um, you're not a book reader. I am a book reader, but I am not no, a not, book reader of, of these because right. I, I just had, had not gotten around to it. And a, after the show started, I... You know, who knows? Someday, I I, I keep saying uh, that I don't want to because I, I hear that they're nastier than the series. Which, oh my! Which, which makes me cringe to even think that there is something that could, some some old guy who you know could be sitting down. I'm George R. R. Martin, and I'm gonna kill somebody today. It, it's a good day. I'm gonna kill someone else tomorrow, and and little kids, I'm gonna burn them up. And uh, what else are we gonna do? Because I'm George R. R. Martin. And brutal, I hate people. <laughs> and brutally rape and murder. That's what and, he and, does. Yeah, oh, yeah, not to mention the rape and the... And yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So, I mean, if you're a book reader, some of the storylines you're seeing, first of all, like, uh, in that one episode where uh, you see what happens to the baby up in the north and that, you know... Yeah, the, the, big, the big thing, right, where there's this weird icy, whatever they're right. called, White Walker guy... Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're they have a you know if he's the king of the White Walkers or who the heck he is, but anyway he uh yeah he picks up the baby that's left out in the snow there by those weirdo people in their little brothel right and uh and the males or whatever that are that and then he takes him away and he and he sets him on this little thing looks like he's gonna baptize him touches him with his little finger and then the baby turns all like blue and his eyes right. get weird. right. Now so that, that is that is something that was never revealed in the books like what happens to the baby so. Um, right. People assume, and you know, George R. R. Martin is obviously sort of involved. What he has kind of given uh, Dan Weiss and uh, who's the other guy, Benioff, um, the sort of I think he's given them like the the whole sort of rundown past book five, which is the only which is the next book. That yeah, he's, it, yeah, it's out right. Yeah, now. he's giving them some kind of a general like, "Hey, I'm George R. R. Martin, and this person's gonna die, and I'm gonna rape these people, and this is what's coming, and all the babies turn blue when they go get in the white north." There. What I mean yeah. is, I think that there are people in the show that die that that don't die in the books, and there are people in the. Uh, uh, it's just, um, I think he maybe has said they maybe have said, "Listen, if we killed this person, would it affect things?" And I think he has said that they have change some things that there are some butterfly effects too but there the crazy thing is there is stuff in the show that like like to be to be uh, let's say like the stuff with um bran at the end of the last episode when he goes under the tree yeah and he finds the little fairy folk and they're like right. burning the skeleton guys up and all that what was that all about is that in the book yes uh sort of okay in, in a sense it's there's they don't have they don't shoot fire but I like the fire. I yeah. like that actually. <laughs> but really, that's almost the end of Brand's story, as far as we know right now. And if another book doesn't come out, you know, people who are book who are book readers, because here's the thing: the the problem is, is that book four, book five happened concurrently. So yeah. And and in book four, you get the whole book. You don't see Jon Snow. You don't see Tyrion, and you don't see. Um, is it Daenerys? I can't remember. But there's like, a, but like you don't see Jon Snow at all until Book Five again. So now when they're now that uh, Stannis has showed up at the Wall, yeah, and everything that happens from now on is in Book Five. Where or uh, no wait, Book Four. I'm sorry, you're right. You know what? You do see 
John in book four because of Sam has a, a major part to play. But anyway, there's a lot of stuff where that's coming up where it's going to be like, hmm, what are they going to do with Sam, with uh, John? And what are they going to do with Daenerys? And what are they going to yeah, do? Yeah, well, one of the, yeah, and I think that's been happening all a little bit all along. Yeah. One, of the, one of the things that they had to decide to do a little bit was, okay, here's our sort of core group of people or these actors, you know, we're hiring these actors and we're neat. We need, we need to sort of follow these guys. Maybe not every episode, but throughout, you know, have a sort of concurrent thing going. And it, you know, from what I've heard from the books, that's not exactly how it goes. No, there's big gaps of time where they're off. Who knows what they're doing. Right. And they just disappear and stuff. And, you know, however they end up, they'll figure out a slick way to do it or whatever. If, if we don't see a lot of, you know, Jon Snow next season, who knows, whatever. But uh, mm. it, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to say. I think the whole thing with with Brand and all that, I mean, it, you know, I don't know what you thought, but that whole thing with the, the little fire fairy guy, whatever he is. <laughs> He's like saying to him, "Oh, you will never walk again." Or no, it was the old guy, the right. old guy at the tree, right? Sorry, not the fairy guys. They don't mm-hmm. they don't say anything. They're just like, "Come, come with me." <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're blowing up the little bad guys. Okay. No, he says he'll he won't walk, but he'll fly. Right. So, guess what flies in this new, you know, world right now? Dragons. dragons right. Right? Yes. And he just gets harnessed to a dragon and he flies on a dragon. I mean, that that's <laughs> I mean, how much more in the in your face does it need to be? That that was pretty obvious, I thought at least. Yeah. So is that what is that what you thought too? Or, uh, well, I mean, there's all kind. Listen, if you get, if you're going to start getting into theories, um, you could talk forever with, about Game of Thrones with theories because there's. <clears throat> well, this isn't so much one. I mean, we've actually yeah. seen dragons, and sure. and this guy says you will fly. Well, so but you I'm, know, remember he can do that thing where he wargs into animals so maybe he right, just well that wargs just, into a bird or something you know into, what I mean? or into the dragons yeah sure i, I suppose that allows him to have a rapport or control with the dragons. well that would be really cool talk <laughs> about a nasty you know not really i mean you know that was sort of tough to watch when daenerys had to and, and has this been in the book where she had to chain up yeah. uh chain up the two dragons I guess one of them, the big black guy or whatever, is a little bit tougher and nastier than the other two. Yeah, right? yeah, he's yes. Drogon, the one that she named after Khal Drogo. Oh, uh, I haven't really picked that up on yeah. on, on the individual dragon. Yeah, thing. it's uh, Drogon. Uh, it's not like she calls him for dinner to come in. I know, but it's, so, Dro- it's Drogon is the big black one who's off killing children and sheep. burning stuff up on the countryside, yeah. Um, and then there's Viserion that she named after her brother Viserys. And uh, I'm blanking on the third one, but yeah, that she did name them. Um, yeah, so she had to chain those two up in there, and they're like, yeah, you know, come back, where, where. And I'll, I want you to know that in the um, in the books, it was way harder to to do that than it was in the show. <laughs> you, mean, you mean you mean that they didn't? The dragons didn't really put up with it. Yeah, so it wasn't. Much? It was not easy for her. Yeah, I I, I thought I I was. I, I, I suspected that or would guess that, but I was okay with the way they did it. I thought it was fairly, uh, it worked for the show without having to have a complicated scene of the dragons going, hey, you ain't going to chain me up or whatever. So uh, it was, and the other one is Rhaegal after her other brother, Rhaegon Targaryen. So anyway, yeah, that was pretty much, the thing is with um, Daenerys's story and what I think is going to be interesting, I don't want to give any spoilers for upcoming, but. 
Yeah. You know, everybody really... You can only spoil things so far. Yeah, everybody <laughs> only want. Everybody's like, she's got dragon, she's got an army. Okay, it's time to go. Well, yeah. Know. So, I just don't... I think it's going to happen. I just don't know when. Um, but the show itself uh, has made some changes. And I think that my wife is... Uh, is I've read the books once. For me, it was plenty. Um, there were times, for example... Um, where I just threw the... Like, when I first read Game of Thrones, the very first book, and Ned Stark got his head chopped off. Spoilers. At this yeah. point, come on. But anyway, Ned <laughs> Stark gets... Three years later or whatever. If you yeah. read the book, he is clearly, like, the hero. If you're, you, and, and the thing is, like, this book... Oh, he was certainly in the, yeah. in the show, too. It was what yeah. got me so upset. That was as closest as I probably came to, I'm not watching this. I'm like, you know, but screw this. So. What happened was... You know, and, and, and if you read the book, the book really plays a trick on the readers. It's like it, um, it sets you up. And you're like, OK, this is cool. This is like a, a fantasy story. And this guy is this cool lord and he's got these kids and they all have yeah. now they all have these magical uh, or these, you know, wolves that, you know, and it's like it's going to be that kind of story. And then, of course, you know, Wolf just gets killed because of, uh, you know, the prince is being a little jerk and. Uh, oh, right, right, you right. Know, he has yep. to kill the uh, Sansa's uh, wolf because uh, Arya's rant runs, runs away. And, you know, and then, of course, in, in him getting his head chopped off, I literally just kind of put the book down and said, did that really just happen? Yeah. You know, it was a very yeah. weird thing. And then uh, the Red Wedding and um, and usually it was like you just kind of hope that people are saying. And then, like, there was a part where you thought that Theon had killed Bran and uh, his brother. Yeah, you know. well, I, I never, I, even after all the crap that had happened. <laughs> well, you're talking about when it, when he when he got to Winterfell. Yeah, and then like he brought those, he hung those two bodies up of the kids. I, I was basically saying at that point, I said, okay, all right. Even though I'm George R. R. Martin, all right, you got a limit. You you got to have some kind of like line you won't step <laughs> over. Because I really would have stopped at that point if that had happened. I, yeah. I would have been like, no, no, no. So there was a, there was some times where I, I found the books uh, to be, oh my gosh, this is like such a. But the third book, which is what most of the season uh, entailed, was so dense, and they actually did cut cut it into two seasons. You know, last season and this season were both. And then there was elements of the fourth and fifth books actually in this season too. But so um, have they caught up to pretty much finish the no, book? No, not even or, close. No, oh, they haven't. There's still so, lar- there's still most of there's still most of four and most of five. I mean, um, well, no, not 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 finish the books. I mean the the split of the books. Oh yeah, yeah. Even that is still not. No, they're even. done. They're done. Oh, okay. The the the, the end is pretty much. Uh, how it is with Tyrion, you know, escaping, and um, of course he has to. Escape. Now, if my wife, uh, he's also the one. If, if something happens to him, I'd probably be done with the show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody would. Be honest with you, if that happened, I don't know. If like if they had just walked him out and executed him, <laughs> I'm like, what the? Come on, now. come on, George R. R. Martin. So, um, the as a book reader, there's something that happens now. Jamie, with Varys's uh, help gets Tyrion out of jail and you know right. in, in the show Jamie and him have a hug and they're like you know hey bro I love you and then Tyrion goes away and then he decides to go up to his old tower now in the show it's there's not really much reason given for it but 
and this is a a change I think that's not a reason that he that he helped him escape. No, a reason, reason he... a reason that Tyrion decides to go up to the Tower of the Hand where his father is. Now, in the in the book, now this is I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. I thought I thought it was pretty obvious. He he basically wanted to you know see what was going on and and and. Yeah, but you know, I, I I mean, I guess this is an alteration to. I'll I'll just let I'll say I'll Go say ahead. quickly. This is an alteration to both of his the characters of Jamie and Tyrion, which I think is going to affect the show from a book reader standpoint. Now, in the in the book, I don't know if you remember from the first season where, or maybe it was the second in the show where Tyrion is telling about how he was he loved a girl when he was young and he married her, and then his father. Said that she was a whore, and then he had his men violate her in front of Tyrion because she's a whore. Um, it turns out that Jamie knows that she was really just a nice girl who, who she really loved Tyrion, and he tells him that in the in, you know when they're saying goodbye, and he wanted to let him know about let him know the truth, and Tyrion also tells Jamie that. You know, Cersei's been screwing around, and she's been sleeping with everybody while he's been gone. And both of those things sort of change the complexion. Like Tyrion goes n- like nuts and crazy, and that's why he ends up going up there because he decides he could, he does he's not going to let he just can't take it anymore. And his father has totally destroyed his life. And so to me, it's like it gives him a like when he kills his, his father again. Spoiler on the toilet, which happens yeah. in the book. Um, you kind of get it in the book because, of course, you're inside Tyrion's head too, which you're not in the show. But to me, it was like, you know, yeah, his father is comes off much worse in the books than he does in the show. In the show, you're kind of like, oh, this guy's not so bad. He's just he's just kind of ruthless. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I I mean, I see what you're saying. He certainly with those things right. going for him, he it certainly makes he he, he amps it up. But as someone for me, just to let you know, mm-hmm. who has only seen the show, I right. thought he had he had frankly ample. Okay. He had plenty, so it worked for me. It, it, he had basically, I mean, as as he was going, as he was basically looking there at the escape. Yeah. You know, and he's like doing that little in the show where he's like debating whether to go or not. Mm-hmm. There was two things that I was thinking. I'm like, is he not want to get Jamie in trouble, or he wants to face the music and not run away, or is he is he trying to find out something, or is he after something? And then when it quickly becomes clear that. Especially once he sees uh, Shay, right? Right. And then you know, oh my lion, you know, Tyrion, you know, Tywin, and and they're like, what the? And I think they kind of blended it together there with what you're describing. Mm. You know, because then he tells you know his father when he's sitting there with the crossbow pointed at him, and he says, really, you had to do her, you know, <laughs> you had to take her, right? And uh, and so I mean, at least for me, and and not to mention, not even just that. To me, that's a side thing. Right. But the fact that I never believe for a second, especially even when Tywin's trying to tell him, and he says, oh, no, I wouldn't have let them execute you. Right. That sure wasn't the way it was looking and playing out on the show. No. He wanted him dead. <laughs> right. So, so I thought, you know, the fact that your father wants you dead, puts you on trial, throws you in a dungeon, I thought he had plenty of reason to go after him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like I said, I only have, I have a... And the I'm, other stuff certainly you. that 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 is good to know and it, it certainly adds to it. But I I, uh, I mean what they you know how they messed with him so much. I mean yeah. it's just uh, well I think I, that the thing Tywin is, I've never really liked and, and never really trust that I don't find him at all charming on the show or, or 
good riddance to me. I mean, one I, more name off Arya's list or whatever. I just like his the actor very much. I, I really. Oh, he's good. Yeah. yeah, he he's good, but he's good at being you know. I mean, you know, he's marrying off his kids you know, that they don't you know that they don't want to do that, and and I mean, it's just you know. Yeah. So but, anyway, uh, I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss the uh, Viper and the Mountain, which was probably the, I think, does the the uh, biggest moment, I think, of the whole season, um, as far as the audience reaction goes, because Oberyn, you know, becomes like this character who, more so than in the book, in the book you're kind of like, hey, this guy's pretty cool. Uh-huh. But in the in the show, the actor is uh, was such a great actor that he really... Uh, charming, yeah. You know, charming, and you're like, this guy's great. You know, and I was depressed because like... Especially since he's like, yeah, he he's become like the Ned Stark a little bit. Right. He's this, he's he's like this good, he seems to be a pretty good guy. He he's kind of has, a, yeah. you know, he's good. He's 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 good at what he does. He's a good fighter. You know, he's got the women, you know, he's a cool guy. And then yep. it's like, and I'm like, oh, haven't you watched movies, Oberon? You know, this guy's down. Kill him. <laughs> Stick him with your long stick again. Stick him. Yeah. No, no, please don't. Don't yeah. don't turn your back on him. Oh. He made the rookie mistake. Yeah. But um, Was that kind of how that fight played out oh, yeah, on, in pretty the much. books, too? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. It's pretty much right to it there. I mean, there wasn't too many alterations. There was a, I mean, they did a pretty good job. There was it. some, there was some, one of your, you know, one of the things like, you know, you hate, like there's just like a little kid was like on the outskirts. Cause like in the, in the book, the fight is sort of happening in the middle of people. Like there's like, Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, oh, it's not in like an arena like it is there. No, it is sort of, but there's actually an audience like say like at like a, like, oh, like a game they're close yeah. enough to get like, so, like a know, little kid gets killed because the mountain like, Mrs. Oberyn, you know, so it's like nonsense like that. We're like, was that really necessary to just kill a little kid, you know, in the Come on, he's George R. R. Martin. I know, he loves killing kids. Um, I just like killing people. Anyway, like, so like the whole time, the whole season before that fight, I'm like, oh, God, I wish they weren't making me like this guy so much because I know where he's headed, which is to have no head left. And, um, I mean, that's brutal. That's about one of, even though I knew it was coming, it was probably one of the most brutal things I've ever seen on television. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really um, was awful. Um, I mean, he's, you know, it was, uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, I really thought he was going to get the guy. I mean, I thought to myself, okay, Tyrion's had just about every, he's played about every card that he could possibly play. Yep. I said, I don't see how if, if the you know, Oberon doesn't kill this guy or beat him good enough, you know, that I don't see how Tyrion's going to get out of this, you know, or whatever. Right. And, uh, and then it's just like the next week or two weeks later, or whenever it was in the show, three weeks or whatever go by. It's like, oh, Jamie, oh, just come with me. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's all there is to it. Could have done that weeks ago. Well, Saved it's everybody a-, a lot of trouble, but... Uh, it's interesting that Varys decides uh, to go on the boat with Tyrion because in the books he just sort of disappears. So it's, I thought that was kind of a neat scene, though. Yeah, it was. He hears the bells. He hears the bells, which basically I guess that's saying someone has died in the family. I well, mean, yeah. You know, or is it just bells of alarm that something has happened? Probably. I'm not sure which, but um, but uh, yeah, he he, he kind of has that look, and he's like, you know, I'm just gonna leave too. Yeah. <laughs> and really, in the books. Uh, your one, you the, his motives are are not 100 percent clear, but they're becoming more clear. Well, he's like the Garrick, you know. He's yeah, like he Garrick on Deep Space Nine. He's like Garrick of 
of uh, you know Game of Thrones. Yeah, he can. So, yeah, but he has he does have his own agenda and sure, uh, sure. Um, and then you know there's the whole Sansa and Littlefinger thing, and Littlefinger couldn't be creepier. Oh, that, that, yeah, that that whole thing is just to talk about the creepy creep factor times yeah. hundred. Yeah. And now what? She's like she's like evil Sansa or something, or she's like turned to the dark side or whatever. Well, this is a, another departure um, from the from the books, but I mean, I mean she just learned that she needs to do that to kind of like stay alive. I so think she's so. Gonna, she's playing gonna, the game, you know. Yeah. So. Um, Again, it's this we're coming to the end of Sansa's story that so far in the books that have been released. So I'm really kind of curious. But then again, you know, Littlefinger was was absent for most of season four until he showed up uh, after the wedding, and then or for actually yeah. most of season three, and then he, he shows up after you know when when uh, Joffrey dies. Which oh, but... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I figured that you would like that. Bugger. Oh my god, it was too easy. Yeah, I, I wanted somebody to just you know, just oh, Arya to kill him or something like I that. I know that's why I said in the books, like when I read it, I, I was happy. I remember I was so thrilled, but then I was like, boy, you know, I wish somebody could get like a satisfying death. You know, like could can't somebody who deserves it die awfully like the way they should? And yeah, really, that hasn't happened that no. much. No, I mean, I guess Tywin was. Maybe about the closest. It sure. was not even a dramatic thing, but it was just very, very, like, look at this. Your little dwarf son killed you on the privy, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Talk about the, you know, the the most nastiest, you know, to him, you know, the, the to destroy his character, kind of in a way. Yeah. Uh, um, of course, I prefer the big old, you know, classic heroic sword fight out on a out on a tower at the top of a, you know, something of, of a field and. In battle, like like the uh, oh, like Brienne and uh, and the Hound. What a fight! Oh yeah, my god! Oh that's, my gosh! Now that didn't happen in the books, but it's fine because that was, was awesome. an awful or, or you know, awful. It was awful too, but it was an Bru- awesome fight though. Brutal, yeah, exactly. They. That's one of the things about this show that they don't you know literally don't pull any punches. That these people don't fight like you know v- with much honor at all. <laughs> they just do whatever they need to do to survive and and live and. Uh, I guess I could kind of understand that. Yeah, and but then it's so, it's so opposite the most TV and movies I've ever done over the years. You know? So you know the the favorite characters on the show, I think for most people is Arya, and um, Tyrion, and probably I guess Jon Snow because he's like the closest to like a classic heroic type character right now. Um, yeah, I think Brianna Tarth has has become pretty. Oh, good. Brianna's great, and then she was you one. Of, she was in, in the books. Uh, I loved her, and I was looking forward to. I was like, who are they going to? Because in the book, she's described as quite a bit uh, uglier than the actress who's playing her. The actress who, who's playing her just happens to be tall. She's not particularly ugly or anything. So, right, but, right. <clears throat> but in the book, she's got like you know buck teeth, and she's very uh, odd looking. Um, I like Daenerys too, in a way. Yeah. I mean, she she's uh, you know. I, I think it's really interesting with her of how she's trying to do good, but it's kind of backfiring on her yeah. a little bit. You know, I think that's a real interesting thing to bring out. I don't know if that's if that's a big been a big part of the books. Sure. Too. Yeah. But, you know, you really saw these slaves and they're like, oh, what do you do with them? You know, what do they do? And uh, and now, you know, and then she's got these uncontrollable dragons and, and, and it's uh, it's well, it, and, and and I was a little saddened about her. What's his name? Her her close advisor oh, guy. Oh yeah, uh, the, the uh, crap. 
uh, Jorah Mormont. Uh, yeah, about yeah. him basically, you know, at one point, I guess, being kind of a spy for for the, uh, for the well, Lannisters or for for who? For it was for well, for Robert, for the king, you know, um, Robert Baratheon. Oh, okay, remember right. Robert Baratheon was the, he took over from the Targaryens? You know, he read, led a rebellion, and and Mormont's house was disgraced. Okay, and right. this was about getting his honor restored and his and everything, and that was why, you know, that's why the bear, that's why the Lord, the uh, commander of the Night's Watch, who was uh, the bear, was Mormont as well. He went, he went to the wall. Um, that was his brother. I don't know if you know that that the older guy that was the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch was uh, Jorah Mormont's brother. Ah, uh, uh, the guy that didn't like Jon Snow very much. No, no, the guy that the, from last season, the guy who was you know. John's, oh, the guy that died. The guy that died at Craster's and okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. The bear okay. they call them. Anyway, um, right? I know, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. So, there are, it's not like there aren't like a gajillion characters. It's hard or, to keep track of. <laughs> well, this, especially when they don't, you know, their their names are a little hard to both keep track of, and they're not usually said a lot. Some some names are said all the time. Like a, like a Daenerys, you know. Uh, I like all her titles, you know. Daenerys Stormborn, the unbent, yeah, the unburned, the, the unburning, know. mother of dragons, mother, of dragons. you know, keeper of this, conqueror of this, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, freer of the unsullied or whatever, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I it's... don't know if you're watching that sci-fi uh, Will Wheaton show. But, no, uh, I, I I don't watch it. It's it's been pretty funny and pretty good. I I don't think it's what some people want or expect, but I've been enjoying it. But anyway, each week. He does a little. He does a few little videos, clips, mm-hmm. and and this one, the most recent show, he basically took that scene, one of the last scenes where she's being introduced to a, one of the people coming to see her. Yeah, and they just added a lot of other subtitles to it, <laughs> and you know, like like she's like the hottest one on television, this and that, you know, the blah blah blah. It was just hilarious. They well, just kept having the translator go on and on, and they just had other subtitles in there, you know. Well, you know, in the um, it was funny. In the books, you know, Daenerys starts off as a fourteen-year-old girl, and you know, you you see the reason that she's she's making these decisions, and everybody's deferring to her, but she really is just a she's just still a little girl. She's still. a kid. So you in the show because of time passage now, Bran, who you know, really in the books, I think it's like a year and a half. I think have gone by, or maybe two years, but not a lot, not a lot. So like, yeah. By the time you know they get to the the uh, north of the wall and everything, Bran is still a kid. He's still riding on Hodor, still carrying him. But now Hodor. the, the Hodor. kid, yeah, Hodor, poor Hodor. But now, oh, the, that's one of my. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, but too, now right? the kid um, is getting very big, you know, and uh, they're dragging him on a on a sled. Um, and uh, yeah, all these kids are growing, and Sansa is like, you know, she so she's a uh, very tall. So it's. It's, it's differing in that well, way. Sansa's, you know, was kind of older to begin with. Well, see, the the thing I, I think about, uh, and and I think Pete on the forum talked about this. You know, he he's 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 really, you know, he loves the show oh, but, uh, and the books, and he's deep into it. But uh, but he said something about Arya. You know, it's like ah, they better get going because Arya's growing up too fast. And I'm like, well, but is she? Because I mean, I, I'm assuming that that at some point, you know. She can't expect, you know, these these her list of names to just fall off cliffs and 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 be conveniently killed in other ways. You know what I mean? I, I expect her to become this like kick-ass fighter. 
yeah. you know, at some point. And she is no threat at all right now. Well, she's a kid. Really. Yes, exactly. But, I mean, he, he was kind of like saying, well, they need they need to keep filming because she's growing up too fast. And I'm like, I think she's not growing up fast enough. I think she needs to be bigger and tougher. And, you know, maybe some time lag is going to be going by and we'll see her again. And she's, like, kicking butt or something. I don't know. I'm just... That's on. Unla- that's not. You're going to see Arya's whole story, um, yeah. because it's very interesting. She has a very. Well, cool you're going to see her whole story as far as what's been written on the, on books so far. Yeah, of course. But, but I mean, I'm assuming at some point, you know, whether it's not been written yet or he's, you know, he's still writing it. But uh, that, I mean, I don't think she dies. I hope. But uh, but anyway. Uh, well, here's what and. Arya's story is is one of my uh, favorites, uh, and Tyrion in the fifth book has some very interesting places that he goes. So I mean, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be very cool to see how they do Good. some of this on screen. And um, I mean, we, we all there's a there's one mystery that Game of or Song of Ice and Fire readers or Game of Thrones, whatever you want to say, is that you know Jon Snow and his parentage is a hugely debated topic. Now, um, uh, it's clear, I think, to anybody that's read the books that Jon Snow is not really Ned Stark's son and that there's some mystery behind whose child he is. And I think that that's going to have a oh. lot to do. Well, they haven't they haven't really implied that at all. Yet. Sure. Well, they did kind maybe of. Maybe I missed, maybe yeah. I missed how, how they implied. They well, in the first season, and of course in the books, again, this is brought up over and over again because... Uh, it's a topic in the books and they're probably going to bring it. It's probably going to come up next season. Um, now they haven't said who, but there's all kinds of theories, but he tells her he, he in the show, he tells John, uh, Ned Stark tells John before when John was leaving for the wall. And he tells him that when we talk again, I'll talk to you about your mother. Um, because if you know Ned Stark, you know, he's ridiculously stupidly honorable and there's, it's kind of hard to believe that he would have a wartime mistress. And have a baby with her. It just is completely out of character. Um, so there yeah, is. I, I, I guess. I mean, you know, you know, at least you know you've read the books and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, I mean, this this is the kind of stuff that I mean, yeah. even for an honorable guy. I mean, I guess you know a little slip up, a little too much wine one night in an inn. You know, I mean, I guess it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to. Well, anyway, Pete knows know. what I'm talking about, and yeah. um, we'll see if that gets revealed on the show. It'd be really if it does. But it, it, in it's the crazy. in the book so far, though, that has not. You're saying it's it's debated. So I'm assuming in the book so far, it hasn't been concretely. No, but I, I there's a the theory that everybody pretty much. I don't want to say. Okay, but it's, you're I think it's going to be a very cool um, reveal. There's when a prevailing theory of of whose kitty really is. Yeah, and it's and it's pretty. Uh, if the theory is true, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Well, the the biggest so. thing would be is that basically, you know it for all, all this time is that to me, I mean, I'm, and this is just, well, then we probably should move on to something yeah, else. But after yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about more than game of Thrones. Yeah. The game of Thrones podcast. Welcome to the game of Thrones. podcast. Anyway, I love the opening. It's uh, awesome. And the music. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the easiest, trickiest thing is to make him like, uh, like the son of some bad guy, you know, in a uh, hand way or something like that. Or, I mean, basically everyone else on the show pretty well, much. Well, you know, you might not. Kind of, is, are, are bad guys anyway. I mean, right. there really aren't very many other honorable people on, uh, you know, out there besides, uh, you know. And I, I, I just want to say one last thing. I was really, really surprised 
by the uh, uh, Stannis and the whole army showing up there at the wall. Mm-hmm. Because I all I kept saying to myself, well, where the heck did they come from? That was pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, an episode or two before, they're out begging for money to buy an army. In Bravos, and, yeah. And now they've got an army. Yeah. A big army. A, a big enough army to conquer whatever it was supposed to be. 100,000 men or something crazy yeah. like that. So I was like, really? Uh. <laughs> well, clearly he got his money. Because... Well, yeah, but still, that's like you got to go out and kind of like organize them. Yeah. And buy. Yeah, anyway, but that one I was like, as the as they're all writing in, I'm like, who the heck are these guys? <laughs> who are all these people? Well, at, well, at first I thought it had to be like some of, some of Daenerys' people, but I'm like, that's they're way down south. That's That can't be them. Yeah. And I'm like, and then it's like Stannis, and I'm like, what? Yeah. What? You had like you got wiped out at that ocean battle thing, and you've been begging for people and money, and and now you got this in in two episodes. Yeah, again, I think you, there was a, you know that's a little bit of of uh, time lag on the show or whatever. Yeah, I'll get, again, because in the books things don't happen concurrently all the time with yeah. the characters, but yeah, in the books that's pretty clear that. That that's sort of, and Melisandre tells him, you know, that the real fight is in the north. If you want to save the, and Dave yes. and Davos also sort of talks him into it because if you want to be king, we should save the realm, and that's what he decides to do. So uh, that's why Stannis goes there. He does. He's it's a, almost a sort of selfless and selfish at the same time. He wants to be king by saving everybody from the uh, wildlings or whatever, and the White Walkers. Obviously, it's going to be part of it. But um, anyway, Game of Thrones, great season this year. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, I have to say, you know, I've, it had a lot of ups and downs, but I, you know, it, it is one of the shows that gets me fired up. That's for sure. So. Oh yeah, True Blood starts on Sunday. So yes, yes, which is uh, which is uh, a, a show that I've enjoyed a lot. So I'm looking forward to uh, you know. I nice I, uh, I hate watch it, but I do enjoy it. I hate to. See you it. hate watch. I do hate. Well, watch I, it. I hate I hate watch Game of Thrones. Oh, there so, we go. So we're so, on. Uh, <laughs> You know, I hate watching Game of Thrones. And I'll tell you what, I, I don't care what some of these people do. The bad guys on Game of Thrones are the bad guys. And I, I will still never, ever feel any sympathy or sorry for, uh, for you know, like Jamie right. or, or any. I, I don't care. He's, you know. No, <laughs> he, he pushed a little kid out a window. He pushed a little kid out a window. Sorry, there's no, there's only, there's certain things you can come back from, like getting in a car accident, you know. Yeah. You know, bumping Hodor on the road and knocking him over. Hodor. Hodor. Yeah, but throwing a kid out a window? No, I'm sorry, you can't come back from that. Yeah, but. and in the book, I even said to my wife when I was reading the book, I said, "Are they trying to get me to like Jamie Lannister? Is that what's going on well, in this book?" Of course they. Well, I mean, it's I, I admire uh, you know, and I've watched a lot of shows, movies, TV over the years that has been you know part of the show has been about somebody trying to sort of redeem themselves. Sure, so that's a very common theme and I, I admire that you know good for him and all and he's he's been behind uh Tyrion, so he's got my but still you know anyway <laughs> so i guess uh yeah let's go on to arrow my name is oliver queen after five years on a hellish island i have come home with only one goal to save my city but to do so i can't be the killer i once was to honor my friend's memory, I must be someone else. I must be something else. Yeah. Because I, I know we both enjoy that a heck of a lot. Oh, and yeah. it had a great season. And I, I don't even really know. Uh, I don't know where to start exactly. I mean, I guess basically, uh, and, and, you know, another spoiler warning, but uh, 
you know, really, really amp things up this this year. Yeah. I mean, the the first season was all this Oliver coming back, and he's got his little book of names, and you know, and he and he's crossing names off, and he's going out and you know, and and then as the you know season one went on, it, it changed a little bit. He got you know some people started. He worked with Diggle and Felicity. Yep. You know, and, and and it's changed him a little bit. And then in season two, with what happened at the end of season one, you know, he's like, I, I don't want to kill anybody. I'm trying to do what I can do to, you know, still help the city. But he's not after just revenge and, and trying to cross names off a list. And then, of course, the big thing that happened for about half, I guess, about half the season was, was uh, you know, his old nemesis comes back, you know, and uh, and just... What did you think about that? I mean, All right. what did... Every, I was watching, I, I, this was my, I think I told you, I'm like, the show I look forward to the most every week was Arrow. I never, even though I, you know, I don't watch very many things live because, you know, I, I fall asleep or, uh, you know, I don't like commercials very much. Sometimes I'll, 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 st- I'll start like half hour in or something. But for the most part, I'll watch like the next day. But I, I would always be like out work and going, oh, I get to watch Arrow tonight, you know, because it's waiting for me. I love it so much, and and um, it's. I had a to hesitate. I was like, did, do I don't know if there was a bad episode this year. There was maybe some lesser than, like I didn't think the Suicide Squad one was so great. It was okay, um, but I wasn't terribly interested in it. Um, oh, because that was the one where Diggle just kind yeah. of goes off with them, right? Yeah. I didn't think that old, was particularly. Old, uh, is it his wife? Wife, his, wife, his yeah. ex-wife. Yeah, huh. I didn't think that one was was. One of my favorites, but then again, I mean, it was nice they gave him something, you know, and yeah. it, it'll probably come, come, uh, there'll probably be something there that uh, well, maybe have some connection. But what uh, I, yeah, what I love about the show is if you're a DC Comics fan, which I've been for ever, I guess, since I was in uh, short pants, um, is like all the little things that start to pop up, like Star Labs, which we're going to see more of in the Flash, which I can't wait for. It looks amazing. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that looks great. Uh, which is again in the same universe as Arrow, so they're gonna probably be cool to have a crossover episode every now and then. I think they they can, um, you know, Star Labs and Amanda Waller, uh, who's in charge of the Argus, who's uh, you know she's in the comics quite a bit. She's sort of like an attaché for the Justice League. I kind of really lost track of like how she found out like so easily or or exactly how or where she found out that you know oliver queen was the arrow i know i know i I, it was just like hello oliver hey why don't you go do this tonight because you are the arrow like i wouldn't you know whatever but uh not a big deal but no uh, but i mean i I love all the little dc universe uh nods and characters that show up like oh yeah they even got you know they even got roy you know wearing this little red, red like yeah. you know hoodie and, and they, you know and he's obviously supposed to you know be uh be the little green arrow sidekick um speed, from the comics well he speedy. was speedy but then he became arsenal he was also red arrow his name has changed there was also a nice nod to him and his heroine there, there was a very famous um in the, in the 70s, there was a Green Arrow and Green Lantern had a team-up comic called Hard Traveling Heroes, and they kind of walked across the country, and they encountered, you know, they kind of covered, like, topics like racism and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very kind of, it was a big run with Neil Adams as the artist. It's a really uh, groundbreaking stuff for back then. And um, there's an issue where Roy, there's a cover, is like, 
with Oliver saying, "My ward is a junkie." You know, he comes in. Yeah, he comes in and like, uh, you know, Roy is like shooting up heroin in his arm. So that was kind of cool how they had like kind of a nod to that with him having like a drug in his arm that kind of messed him up and, uh, yeah. and then uh, them having to to help him out of that. So that was pretty cool. Um, but you know, yeah. So the the big stuff this year, you know, obviously with uh, with Slade, you know, returning from the island, you know, nobody ever basically died on that island. You know, Sarah no. comes back, <laughs> Slade comes back. Except for you that shadow, that shadow, she's the only one that seems to have. Yeah, she kind of got a bullet in the head. They're gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be hard to bring her back. But, uh, but uh, it, it, yeah, so Slade, uh, and then you know they're all amped up on the the Murakuru or whatever. It's Mira, like, Mirakuru. Mirakuru. and uh, it, it's uh, I, you know it was it was pretty good. I mean, he was a nasty guy. He really, probably my only little little problem is and i know his slate is drugged out so it, it messed him up but mm-hmm. it's like it, i i thought the fact that he went so revenge happy on on oliver for really what ultimately really wasn't his fault i know i i always had that just that just like i i wish they would have done it a different way where oliver would have been a little bit more directly involved with her death somehow like I don't know, like, she jumps in front of Oliver. Like, here, here's a way they could have played it out. Like, she jumps in front of Oliver and takes a bullet for Oliver. Shadow does. Yeah. And, and therefore, and Slade somehow sees it. I, I guess just because he basically, he, and he didn't really even choose, like, when the guy's, whatever his name was, is there with the gun and say, choose between, you know, Sarah and, and Shadow and whatever. And I'm like, what? I'm yeah. not choosing, you know, or whatever. And he shoots the one, and it's like somehow Slay still blames him for all I that. And I'm like, really? I and and I know I I like I said I could put it in the fact that he's drugged out of his head, you know, and he's just all messed up. But I think they should have, I think they should have made that a little bit more Oliver's somehow fault. And even Oliver kind of I thought always blamed himself a lot more than he really should have for what happened. Yeah, you know, even though he's a little bit of a guilt-ridden character anyway. Uh, but, uh, but then nah, talk about nasty, you know, when they killed, uh, mama queen off or whatever, when yeah, that was Slade, you know, yeah. yeah, that, that was, that, that was almost the game of Thrones rough there. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, and I, I just love the, the, the fact that they've got this nice core group that kind of help them out, that they didn't keep him this lone wolf. Right. I think that's a lot more interesting that way. And I love Felicity. I just, I just, I think they need characters like that on this show because it's pretty serious so much of the time yeah. you know she had this great she's always got a good line or two in most episodes but there was this one episode uh where she said something like it was one of the later ones of the season where she's like it's getting kind of hard to keep track of who knows whose secret yeah. identity you know it's like because it, it was it was even for the and i think it was a nice play on the audience like who knows who's who's what behind the yeah, mask i can't you know? keep track yeah, and can we well, just it's getting say to the point now where almost everybody. almost everybody knows the only one poor poor uh, detective Lance who's poor, like the worst detective of all time. Well, detective Lance and poor Thea, <laughs> oh, you Thea. know, which is basically they they you know he needs to kind of realize that one of the reasons Thea's all like pissed off most of the time and mad at everything is because they don't bring her into the loop a little bit. Well, she knows now, you know, but uh, but anyway. You know, I, well, Merlin told her. I'm pretty sure. So I, I mean, she knows now. She knows. Yeah. So that's her, and she's gonna have a whole different character arc, I guess, now that she went off with Merlin, 
at the end of the season. So yeah, yeah, and I, I like the fact that Sarah was in it so much this season. I'll be kind of like missing her. You know, if she's going to be gone, I'm not sure if she'll be back. But uh, I liked her around. I thought I think- that was. It seems like Laurel is going to be becoming Black Canary. I, I guess I saw a picture of uh, of her like working out for the show. I guess she's doing some heavy working out. So yeah, that would would be would be very believable. I mean, the fact that uh, well, it lines that, up with the comics. So. Yes, true, true. So uh, no, it's just uh, you know the guy you know Stephen Amnell who plays uh, play uh, plays Oliver. You know he just does a great job. I mean, I just. I used to say this, even though it, it never would happen. But I, I just—I've said it with other TV, comic book, you know, actor characters. But I just hope that they, you know, recognize this in DC and they—they—they they, they give them a shot in doing the movie, you know, because I—I I just don't see anyone who could do it better. I'm just like, you know, really, who? <laughs> Find someone who can do what he can do. So, I mean, I, you know, he can do the physical stuff, obviously, but I mean, he's—he's he's good in the role too. Oh, I, I think just, he's great. I don't have any issues with him. Yeah, I just think he suits. He he's really well suited to it. And uh, and by the way, he's very enthusiastic about. I mean, if you're on, if you have him on your Facebook feed, but he's very uh, enthusiastic about the fans and about playing yeah. Green Arrow. He's very yep. into it, which is cool to see. He's, you know, he's real down to earth. I've yeah. seen him do a few talks and stuff. He seems very grateful, very humble by it. You know, he just. Yeah, and that I'll tell you, and I've said this on the on the podcast about other topics. And I said, having those actors, you know, especially these days, where pretty much if you like spit on the street somewhere, somebody knows about it. You know, yeah. having somebody who comes off as being a nice, good guy, and I know he does some charity stuff too. It, it just adds to me that you know my enjoyment of the show. Yeah, because it's, it's like it, at least it's going to somebody who seems to deserve, you know, what's happening. Well, so. I mean, from my from my end. Um, We've discussed like my comic book likes. I'm mostly a DC guy, you know, Batman and all that. But I mean, you know, then again with Marvel, I did grow up with Spider-Man and X-Men. You know, those are my two. Spider-Man and X-Men were huge parts of my comic book collection, but uh, uh-huh. especially especially right. X-Men. X-Men I know backwards and forwards. So, but yeah. uh, Superman, Batman, the DC universe, I'm kind of more um, familiar with as far as like intricacies you know what i mean like there's a lot of yeah, stuff in marvel that sure. i know like but sometimes i'm kind of like i don't know who that is i don't remember yeah and i'm probably know. the opposite i mean i i know a pretty good pretty good chunk of of dc you know i'm pretty i'm not like at all a novice i mean i've read it a lot too but but marvel was my first love and you know i i know that inside and out pretty yeah. well so see i mean just just x-men x-men was is probably still my favorite comic ever that that when the, in the 80s run and i know you know all the when chris claremont was writing x-men was you oh know, yeah you know you know when i, I mean, first it was, it was the biggest and the best at the time yeah, i mean it, it still is it classic still is. stories i mean it's just yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So to top. I love. I, it's hard to top that. And his first team book, I, like I was never a big Avengers fan. You know, I, I always thought the Avengers are nothing compared to the X Men. I mean, the X Men have like way more power. And you know, I don't really. You know, they had even in the eighties, they had an Avengers versus X Men. I used suit. to read or, or do read them. You know, both did and and still do, depending on you know the the time. Some you know, certain books I'll read, certain ones yeah. I read more than others, but. The thing about the Avengers versus the X-Men for me was 
it was just different. Yeah, it you was know, the event. The Avengers, the, the X-Men were more like a family and, and, yeah. and the Avengers were more like a, you know, a team, although sometimes they were a bit of a family. But they were too. more like work, like work, workmates than like, you know, you know, it was like, yeah. And I, I enjoyed some of those characters. I like yeah. to see, you know, they, they mixed it up a bit. You know, there were always different characters coming into the Avengers team yes. like there were for the, for the X-Men as well. They mixed it up. He had kind of some core people that, that were there, but, uh, so it's different, uh, it a, different, a different read, a different type of book to yeah. read. But um, so I think that that it's really cool that DC is kind of getting a chance because for years DC was just like you know Superman and Batman. That's all anybody really knew about DC, and yeah. now it's kind of great that like a a, a third tier, second tier character like Green Arrow. Who I don't think is third tier or second tier at all. He there was some great Green Arrow comics in the '80s, Longbow Hunters, and uh, his actual run by Mike Grell is awesome. And uh, some of his yep, yep, I've read all that. Yeah, yep. it's, it's, it's great. great. And uh, so to see him get some attention is cool. And then you know now the Flash, who again is a second tier character, even though he's in the Justice League. Let's face it, you know people are always like, "Oh, what's the Flash? He runs fast." But the Flash has got so many cool things. To his character, especially. Yeah, this looks great. I mean, I yeah. just I like the way they introduced it on on Green Arrow. On Arrow. I was going to say Green Arrow on Arrow. I like the way they brought his character in. He seems like a really good actor, a likable guy. And, and this this these long previews they put up, just yeah, five minutes show, of the show. Yeah, yeah, they just this make this show just look so interesting. You know that that's the thing about you know. I defy anybody anymore to say, you know, oh, comic books, they're so simple and they're so basic. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> they're more complicated than just about any other show or, or medium out there. <laughs> well, they're dense. I mean, if you think. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, they're not. People call them, oh, it's just people punching people. Or I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> it's no. not. I mean, I got to tell you, you know, there's some there's some crazy like like I'm reading one right now, All Star Western. Which is a cr- yeah. I've heard good things about that. I've I've read an issue or two. I just haven't really read it. You know, it's on really it's 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 very interesting. And again, the the uh, latest is Jonah Hex in that Jonah Hex is yeah. And the first yeah. uh, the first collection is like set in Gotham uh, in the eighteen hundreds. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um. And also the Green Arrow, the latest Green Arrow uh, collection. It's like some mind-bending stuff, and it's like very the art is crazy good. The writing is like makes you it's like makes you kind of. It's a little bit out there. You're like these people are really pushing some boundaries here. So to oh, yeah. simplify comic books, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a great medium to to explore both interesting stories, cool art. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's uh, you know I I've loved comics for a long time. I know you have too. I mean I just think that they are. Uh, I, I I feel sad that sometimes people are you know kind of just t- toss them aside, and even people that may be enjoying some of these TV shows and movies, you know. Hey, pick up some comics and uh, and give them a shot because they're, and I and I hope that I, I you know when I go into my comic shop you know I talk to them a little bit there and and they do definitely say um, that uh, you know certainly the movies and TV have been bringing in new customers. It was kind of funny the the girl there checking me out the other day at the comic shop though mentioned that there was a funny story where this guy comes in with his like it must have been his girlfriend she says and and she points to like like. Uh, I think it was. I don't think it was a comic. I think it was maybe an action figure they had on the wall of like Superman, mm-hmm. and the, and she said something like, "Oh, they have figures from the movie." Like like her only thought of Superman, and this was like probably during last summer in Man of Steel or whatever, was that he was just in the movies. Uh. She she had no idea 
that, yeah. that that he came from a comic, and I was just like, really? Are well, you kidding? <laughs> it's just that's scary to me a little bit sometimes. I can pretty much, I think, I I can in my head come up with ten comic collections, like graphic novels, that uh-huh. I could give to somebody who's literate, who likes yeah, to read, who just likes a good story, and say, yeah. who 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 might have said, I don't really read comics, or I can't read comics, or I don't like them. Right. Oh, I, I can would find never read a comic. Yeah. I can find in my own collection ten that will totally just change. First of all, number one, be Watchmen. If you read, if when you're done reading Watchmen, if you don't want to sort of explore the uh, medium of comics more, then you're you're not paying attention because it's one of the most dense, uh, yeah. incredible. Oh, there's a lot of, yeah, there's and just, Dark yeah. Knight Returns. You just got to get them over that hump, kind of a yeah. little. Bit. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And, so uh, I mean, and then, and I guess that's like you said, the TV. I don't want to see that medium go away. I, I think it's just a really great way to tell stories, and I know, and it's great that we're we're getting movies and TV shows like crazy. Uh, yeah, based on these yeah. properties, I just and I guess let's uh, to just segue, segue. over. Yeah, let's yeah, let's <laughs> let's do our segue to the Marvel side of the world and, and mm. do Marvel Agents of Shield. both watched we i you know we both enjoyed i think uh most people thought it at first and and you know i was kind of with this too yeah i but it, it was a little little shaky at first well and, and it maybe uh you know it was like and i and i i expected it to be the way it was you know that it wasn't going to be iron man and thor and captain america on this show it was about shield and and spying and going around and doing things that were a little less than, you know, saving the world every, every week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I really started to really like the characters in the cast. And I, I, I think Colson, the guy who plays Colson, uh, it, it does a good job. Greg or Clark, Greg, Clark I think Greg, his name. Yeah. he's a two first names guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you know, and, and then they, uh, and then it started to really obviously get going when, when what, and again, spoiler stuff with what happened in the Captain America movie, which yep. basically, you know, Shield gets pretty much wiped out. Basically, you know, it it just gets um, it's gone. You know, it's 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 done. So, uh, and they, of course, being working for Shield, it it causes some problems on the show. Yeah, um, I was actually losing interest, but you know, it's it's hard in the beginning of the TV season when you've got so many things that you're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you, you, I watched the first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it was written by Joss Whedon. It was very snappy and clever. And you're like, oh, this is pretty fun. This is a fun show. And then the next episode clearly wasn't, you yeah. know, and the quality was very... And then, like, the characters became... Especially, it was like... Uh, uh, it just, I just At the beginning, it just felt very, like... Like bland, like you know the uh, Ward, the guy who's like the heroic guy. I'm like, could he be any more boring? Who cares, you know? And, and then he turns into not being right. so boring so later then on. <laughs> they gave him smartly. I think they real. I think they knew that. I think they kind of knew like this character is not really going anywhere for us. He's just sort of stoic uh, hero guy. 
And yeah. I think they did the smart move was to have him be uh, part of Hydra, which gave him all of a sudden an interesting character uh, arc. You see a little bit of his past and that, you know, and how he got involved with it. And that was really interesting. I'm like, now I'm interested in this character because now he's, he's, you know, has something to play off of before. It was just like, you know, he's, he's the good looking tall guy who, you know, has, shoots the guns and punches the bad guys. Um, uh-huh. And Coulson's um, mystery uh, resolution, I found pretty weird and interesting. Um, and I, it wasn't at all what I expected. Um, so that was cool. You know, because like it was all like, how how come Coulson's still alive? He should be dead. And then they resolve that with using this yeah. alien goo that they're shooting into it, shot into him to heal him. And then they mess with his brain, and the you know he's screaming that he just wants to die. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty hardcore, man. Um, but yeah, the whole turn and with Bill Paxton really lit that show on fire, man. Bill Paxton being on that show for the last, I guess, five or six episodes, was it? I think. Yeah, yeah, he, that he was, was great. Yeah, he was. He was he great. Was good. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he he just he, and he was. It was a surprise that he turned out to be, you know, not such a good guy. And uh, you know, because he's always generally been pretty much a good guy. Yeah. On a lot of stuff, so it's it's good to see people working against their type a little. And uh, and yeah, it was it was nice to see that. And uh, I liked when he was going to go into his evil evil uh, bad guy speech at the uh, oh yeah, and yeah. Then he just gets blown to pieces yeah. by Coulson with yeah. that destroyer gun, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's where that's what yeah. it does. <laughs> oh yeah, that's in, what that does. In the Avengers, you know, he points that weapon at Loki, and he goes, you know, I don't even know what this does, and then you know he gets stabbed, and then you know he gets to finally find out what it does. I thought that was pretty. Pretty funny. A nice, um, little, a nice little spot on that, yeah. And yeah. Nick and the Samuel Jackson did, did a couple of uh, guest spots, and he had a more extensive one in the finale, so that was cool. Yeah, no, that was great to, to see him and, and the way they kind of resolve things a little bit. It's still, you know, Shield is kind of a bit messed up. They, uh, you know, the the traitor ward they've captured, and now we'll see what happens with it. The, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's a good good show, good team. Uh, I was glad they didn't turn into a, you know, uh, a super powered villain type of the week or a bad guy of the week type show. That there was more of an ongoing story. Yeah. I I prefer shows that are more like that. You know, that's the way Arrow has been. I think that uh, that an individual story week to you know each week. Occasionally, it's nice to have a an episode in there that's that's just on its own, but. Right. I I like you know I get into watching these shows I watch them as they as they air more or less or the day next day usually or whatever, but I I I enjoy the the arcs of the stories that they do rather than just okay and on this week you know this you know like the old old sixties Batman show you know this week it's the Penguin this <laughs> week it's the Riddler you know type of thing yeah know. that gets old and it's sort of like a CSI a little more a uh, little bit more I think. Sophisticated, I guess, these days than than that. Um, yeah, which is interesting when you watch, uh, you know, Star Trek TNG or whatever, and how it was very every show was sort of a bottle episode, um, you know. And there was some things that sort of some character threads that continued for the most part, though. Every episode was like, yeah. And then we never spoke of it again, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you know, DS Nine and Bab- shows like Bab- DS Nine and Babylon Five sort of 
were at the forefront of uh, this is what TV is going to be. Doing arcs. Of doing the, arcs and, and yep. saying that we're not going to take the audience for that think that they're dumb and can't follow a story. Yeah, when you think about it, you know, uh, there's been obviously a lot of chitter uh, chatter about Star Trek coming back someday or sometime, yep. and I'm sure it will. But, you know, it, it, I guess there's no going back. There's no putting the genie benefit back in the bottle. But I, I don't think, I don't know if they'd ever be able to go back to doing just, okay, here this week we do this, and we never speak of it again. And next week we do this. And uh, I think there's a there's a way to do both a little bit. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I, I think you could you can. Doctor Who kind of does that. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's you got to be careful and it, and it, it, it takes somebody who's really good running things to do that. But um, but I think it's uh, sometimes that these the arc stuff, I think, can get a little too deep. I think I think they uh, I, I don't I'm trying to think of how to explain that, but I think. Even some of Deep Space Nine, especially in the last couple of seasons, I think was it, it certainly you. There's no way you could just pop into an episode. It's very hard. I can tell this even when I do a podcast when I when I just grab one out of those seasons to do. Yeah, it's like okay, uh, well, all this stuff happened before, and this stuff, you know what I mean? It's it's very hard to just jump in and, and cover those episodes. It is, yeah, because yeah, you really have to know where you are in the, <laughs> in the And why uh, does Gul Dukat look like a human or look like a you know look, look because, like a Bajoran right now? Because Mark, well, Mark Alamo, that's a story for another time. Because Mark Alamo got tired of wearing Cardassian uh, makeup. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of looking like a lizard every week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I see your point there, but I, I think that. Because I'm a big reader, I like the arcs better. And I, I, mean, well, I, I certainly do. I'm just saying, I wonder what they'll, what they'll come up with, or what they'll do, or, or how they'll go about. I it. think it's. The, I think there's, like you said, the serialized shows is just how it's going to be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, and I think a, a real. I don't think. I mean, even though DS9 was serialized to a point, I, I mean, it still was more of an overarching storyline, except yeah. at, the, at the very end where it was very like. Those last four or five were very sort of leading into everything. Um, it would be yeah. very interesting to see a, show, a Star Trek show done uh, in a in a very uh, just serialized way, just like this is these are the characters and this is the story that they're in. Like say something with maybe a major thrust, like uh, oh, I was trying to think of some of an example and I can't, but I, I whatever. I hope I hope it happens soon. I'm hoping that by 2016. That not only will we have Star Trek three or whatever they're going to call it, Star Trek into lightness, into <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever. Why don't we call it Star Trek back to TV or something? <laughs> I'll tell you, I watched Into Darkness last weekend, and that movie uh, continually gets uh, bashed by a lot of Trekkies, but it's damn entertaining. I got to tell you. Oh, well, I, I think it's a vocal minority. It made a lot. It made good money. Yeah. It, you know, most people liked it. Non-Trek fans liked it. My wife liked it. It is kid, so much fun to watch. It. My dog liked it. Yeah, it uh, is just. It is just. There a, are certain people. Yeah, if they don't like it, that's. I. I, I don't. You know, that's okay. Yeah. But there's. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. And oh I'm my gosh. You, it's also not just a big, you know, big action fest. There's. There's great character stuff. They nail those characters. So yes. um, anyway, I. I just thought I was just thinking that because you know what I was kind of. I uh, got all the TNG Blu-rays and I had watched uh, a few episodes. 
Um, yeah. I'm still watching. I'm still getting through them. My wife keeps saying, you haven't finished watching all those Blu-rays. I'm like, it's 170 episodes. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, yeah. But I was in the Star Trek mood, and I was like, hey, you know, I watched In the Darkness like one time since I bought it. Let me watch it again. And uh, it's just every all the kids watch it. My, you know, my wife was watching. We just kind of sat there. I'm like, this is just, it's just a really – there's something to be said for a movie that just is entertaining, like Star Trek Four, is the same way. It's just an entertaining yeah. movie, you know. It doesn't have to be. Uh, I think that... about when Lynn, when when I took uh, Lynn to see it, when we went to see it uh, at the theater, and you know, she's not she's not anywhere like the kind of fan I am, obviously. But uh, she walked out of it, and she said, just you know, she said to me, "Yeah, I liked it." It was, She said, "Yeah, she liked it a lot," and she said. But this, there, there's something she said to me that I always remember. She says that's just a really well put together movie. Really In other is. words, it just really works. You know, it just makes sense. It's not too deep. It's not too shallow. It's just, you know, it's like the Goldilocks approach. You know, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. To me, it's just. And yeah, people can say it's just a big spectacle and it's not really Star Trek. There's. You know, but I'm like, there's some pretty good stuff in there. There's, it's about as deep as you can get in a movie for, for Trek. And we've really. seen and, and look, look at what they did with the Trek movies. I mean, they're they're that's about as deep as they go. So. Well, except for the motion picture, but then again, the motion. Well, picture, that that was so deep. Uh, you need yeah, to be exactly. Taking, you need to be taking some uh, hallucinogenics to to really get into it. Yeah. But, anyway, uh, they, they that, so I know we're off topic, but yeah. anyway, I just wanted to, to say that uh, I'm getting a little tired of just. You know, we see we have a group on Facebook for this podcast, and I have and I have another group that I'm involved in uh, for uh, my Star Wars uh, book podcast, uh, and also just in general. And you see just so many negative, like people say, "Well, that movie sucked," and I don't know, you know. And I'm thinking, yeah, there's only a couple of those, Chris. I think, but you know what I, I mean. I think they just like to post a lot. I think it's like there's 390 members or something on there. And I see, like, I, I can count them on one hand of the ones that write that. But, so like, I, somebody put, like, yeah. well, Oblivion, that that was a crappy movie. And I'm thinking, I just watched that movie. I liked and it. And I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really good sci-fi movie. I thought Edge of Tomorrow movie. was fantastic. I got to I mean, see I, that. I, Oblivion I was okay, but I thought Edge of Tomorrow was just great. Yeah, so. I'm not saying Oblivion was, I'm, I'm not saying Oblivion was, like, blew my mind. I'm not saying it's Blade Runner. I'm saying that. It was a good movie. What is it? What is it? Whatever. I think the next time somebody posts something like that, Chris, I'm going to write down. I'm going to say, you know what? Tell you what. All right, smarty pants. Why don't you write a Star Trek movie or a Tom Cruise or a sci-fi movie? Put the script up here, and we'll all read it. We'll tell you what we think of that. Put your money where your mouth is. We're in an age of hyperbole. If something doesn't, like, totally blow your mind, it's not good. There is well, such... they're they're in for a uh, you know they're in for a long ride because there's going to be very few things they're going to totally exactly. Blow and the thing is, there used to be a, a a thing called that was a good movie. You know what I mean? And you would go to the movies and you'd watch the movie and go, that was good. And I think we're losing sight of what bad really is. What bad Star Trek is? We've had bad Star Turn Trek. Turn on Sci-Fi tonight on yeah. Sat- or tomorrow night. I mean for Saturday night. Watch uh, watch Cat. Cat NATO, cart, yeah. cat, cat shark to puss. I mean, whatever the. I mean. Well, let's run down a couple last. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Before. Oh yeah. One real. Uh, it, well, Go ahead. We're on. We're off Agents of Shield, but the cool thing that's going to be coming up uh, in this next year is the uh, the Netflix series uh, for Marvel, which is Daredevil. Um, is that 2015? Or I think 20? yeah, maybe it's next year, but it's yeah. coming. And Boy, Constantine. Gotham. Constantine uh, is a DC comic, and right. Gotham, and the, yeah. and uh, so there's some really cool stuff coming up comic book wise, and it's gonna. Not only is the movies getting comic books, 
Yeah. TV shows are getting all yep. deep into the comic world, and it's going to be awesome. Anyway. Yeah, I think there's going to be. I think somebody I listed this I fanboy. It's a great comic book cast, but they uh, they said yeah, in about a year or so, there's going to be like I don't know, eleven shows <laughs> that are comic book related yeah. between you know online and and TV and everything. So yeah, Almost Human got canceled. Uh, Carl mm-hmm. Urban, Michael, I think his name, Michael Ely. Uh, yeah, it was a good show. It, you know, it just, uh, I don't, it just didn't, I guess, get enough ratings. I, I don't know. I just, I feel very I think sorry. It, I was surprised because I think it did okay. I just don't think it was as rating crazy as, as they wanted. I guess, but I mean, and it was, and you look at it, it's a, the production value on it is very high. So obviously it wasn't a cheap show to make, probably. Yeah, um, maybe I, I. I don't think I think they did that. I think they did it pretty efficiently. I don't think they, uh, you know, I'm. Yeah, it probably cost a little bit, but I don't think it was super. You know, like on the order of you know back in the days when we first did the, heard about the first Battlestar Galactica, you know, costing like a million dollars an episode or whatever. Yes. So, well, I, I guess I can see what you're what you're saying. But anyway, but yeah. anyway, yeah. So it's. Uh, you know, it was really cool. A nice, a nice idea of, you know, what's human. You know, they had this android policeman working with a human, and he was some in some way sometimes a little more human than even the human people on the show. And <laughs> I think they were just looking for and needed to find a, a, the right mix for people of, of episodes. I think sometimes they were there were some really good episodes and some not as good. But uh, I liked the world that they were in. I, I wanted to learn more about it. I yeah. Just feel, and uh, and along that vein, I really enjoyed Tomorrow People. I, I thought that was a really interesting show. I think it got really good, especially in the last half of it. That's one of the things, and I think you were absolutely right when you said earlier. You know, when these shows started in the uh, in the fall, and some of them maybe didn't just start out of the gate. You know, with just two or three episodes, bang, bang, bang. Oh, these are just fantastic. Yeah. I think a lot of these shows just really got a lot better later on, and a lot of people had tuned out unfortunately and yeah and that that's uh that's then then of course they get canceled to, <laughs> so. yeah it's it's a tv world is um it's it's a very tough world to uh get a show and keep it on the air because these networks they seem to just be like uh oh, it's just ruthless it's yeah. just uh you know i i always say to this i used to say this to kenny too because he works out you know in the hollywood game a little bit and in california i said why would you take a show that's at least doing okay? It may not be a blockbuster rating hit, but it's not in the bottom of the barrel. And why wouldn't you try to just sort of nurture that show then have to spend the money and all the work at creating a whole other show? I, I, that, that's the point I used to try to make. And, I, and he says, well, they just have a cutoff, and it's like they just, they just don't look at it that way. You yeah. know, let's go. Well, we'll, do, we'll get them next time, boys. We'll, we'll do a new show, and it'll be so much better and i'll i am like i bet you it won't <laughs> well i mean you know i work for a corporation and we have thresholds of numbers that we have to sure uh, at all sure. have to adhere to and yep. i think that you know there's only so much that you know these companies are going to put up with as far as ratings go and them not meeting the numbers that they want and then all advertising dollars and things like that but you were right though i think with almost human the if you look at the ratings there were shows that were renewed that were that way got, low that were lower than yeah. what got canceled. There, there is certainly a show that's running like you know 80th or whatever out of the hundred shows they rate. Okay, I, I expect that to go away. But most of these shows were all up into like the top you know 
25% or so of the rated shows. Yeah. And there were definitely shows that were lower rated that got renewed. It isn't just a cutoff. They don't just take the, like, you know, bottom. No, no, no. Whatever number of shows. There's no clean cut. So uh, No, I think it's like how much does well, the like show community. cost? It's like, it's like yeah. Community on NBC, you know, which I loved. I, I think you watched that one, too. Oh, right? I loved Community, yeah. yeah. And and every year, basically, it, it never did very well, ratings-wise. Right. But NBC was behind it, and they had enough people there that liked it and so forth. It was sort of like their little, they just kind of like a little baby baby duck or something, and they kind of nurtured it and just said, eh, we'll give you another year, we'll give you another year. And they did it for like five years. Yeah. So, uh I don't know. I but, thought that was a, it was a fun show, and I got very. I yeah. was I was sad to see it go. I'm sad to see any. Oh no! I'm glad that it had. Uh, no, I, that one I, I'm happy. That's what I would just wish would have happened with Almost Human or even Tomorrow People. They would have gotten at least another season or two to. But you know what happens sometimes but, too? They do that. You know, like with um, a show I really liked called Human Target, that was on Fox like a few years back. Oh yeah, I watched that for a little while. With, and uh, yeah. It yep. was like the first season was was really good, I thought, and I, and they decided to renew it, but they made a lot of changes to the show to try to uh, get some more ratings. Like they added like you know a girl into the mix, and they changed they changed they just changed the kind of the whole thrust of the show, and yeah. it, it failed, and it wasn't as good, and yeah, so that happens too. They like retool a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so and V too. Remember V? Like I I actually. Um, yeah, I had mixed feelings with that new V show that they did. I mean, I, I like uh, some of it, but they they kept messing around with it. You know, it was yeah. just like it was very, very all over the place. It was all over the place. But you know what? Yeah. The funny thing is, is it ended, and I was like, I don't know if you watched it all the way through, but uh, I think I stopped. I don't think I watched maybe the last like few episodes or so. It ended on a cliffhanger, and it was very like. Well, now or I want to. I did watch. Maybe I did watch it. You know, now later. I want to know what happens, and it's all. And I knew. I just knew. I said that sh- this show is not coming. The same thing with like Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I love that show. It ended on a cliffhanger. And yeah, that show was a lot more interesting, a lot better than most people gave it credit for. Oh, that, it show, was. that show was good. Yeah, it was a good um, show. And uh, the other ones, you know, like like uh, we talked before we started, but I, I, I really enjoyed Grimm. I know you said that you, you told me that you watched, uh, I think, the first couple of seasons. But this they had a great year this year. Yeah, I heard. It, that, that's a show to me that I've been very surprised by. Not only that how interesting and cool it is and fun and, and, and good, but, but that it's actually been doing so well. I'm glad because it, it, it is fun from what I've seen. So yeah, it's it's a real interesting show. That the the cast is great and, and they've uh, they've really made it in. They that's a show that that was uh, has been sometimes a monster of the week a little bit, but they've yeah. definitely evolved to a more of a. There there is a little bit of that, but there there's with the, all this cast and characters they have on there. There's more of a some overarching story things going on yeah, like the, the royal family and things yep. like that yep. Right? Yep. yeah yeah it's it's and the the um the actors and the characters in the show are very likable and i think we watched maybe the first couple of episodes this year it just got lost in the shuffle and i, I think it was one of those things where it was like oh we got to watch that but then like something yeah. else was up and i was like and then somehow uh the only way I re- the only ways and reason or the only thing that I I can manage with this stuff all these shows is I you know that's why I have my TiVo and I, I I literally will have you know sometimes two or three of three or four different shows on yeah. two or three episodes of me too of, you know there are shows each week that I'll watch either you know 
usually the next day, like Arrow. Most of the ones we're going over, mm-hmm. I'll watch like within a day or two of them airing. But then there are the other secondary kind of shows I call them where uh, I can wait a, a week or two for that one, and, and I'll and uh, and then I'll watch it. Did you ever watch? Did you watch this new show? And it, and it, it is coming back. Did you watch Sleepy Hollow? You know, um, again, too much. I, it was like too many shows. In, it yeah. was in the mix, and it wasn't. Be, yeah. I, I was finding it to be very goofy, and not particularly gripping. Like I found yeah. it. So I was like, Nyeh. well, that's a, that's one that definitely uh, kicks it up a notch uh, as it goes on and i have them on my dvr still it gets really interesting so uh yeah give it a shot i mean if there's not much on over the summer or whatever if you've got a you know you you have one of those days where you just you know or one of those evenings and you just watch a couple of them it's uh burn through whatever people call them these days where they sit down and watch binge watch binge yeah binge it (laughs) i'll do that but uh uh, but plus on top of that it was only like 12 or 13 episodes they had a short season yeah so that's so So it was, uh, you know, it's not a lot. Plus, on top of that, uh, what's his name from uh, Fringe shows up on that show. Uh, What am I trying to think of? The older guy, who Walter. John Noble. John Noble, yes, yes, from Lord of the Rings and and other things, many other things. But, yeah, and he he becomes a a pretty big part of the show. So uh, maybe I'll get back into it. Um, Also, I want to mention that there are some non-sci-fi shows that I was really into this year on sci-fi what what huh? what what are these things you're, you're speaking of what do you what are what i don't understand so this. this let's see this tuesday a uh, fargo just ended uh and it was of one of the best seasons well, that's pretty much a freaky show anyway that's, yeah. that's almost sci-fi yeah so. but it was one of the best seasons of any tv show i've ever seen I i've got to watch it Maybe you really I'm do watch that over the summer since it's uh yeah i mean um the characters that were in this season. Of, they got a great cast. Too. Oh I love gosh. Billy Bob Thornton. I, I and just, he plays I just an like, amazing character in this show. He's just really, every everything I've ever seen him in, you know, from uh, Sling Blade to just, just uh, you know, just I just enjoy him and everything he does. Bad yeah. Santa. You he, know. he plays like, you know, a, a sort of a hitman type. Who's he always just, seems like he's having a good time. He seems like he's having the most fun. Yeah. So. Um, and Scott Martin Freeman uh as as yeah. and he plays you know this lester nygaard guy who's very like oh yeah oh. and he, he seems very meek and he's very pathetic and then his character yeah. changes quite a bit and it's very it's very well done um also i know you and i we both watch mad men and that had a very cool season oh, this year. mad men uh oh, oh, it's only like pretty much game of thrones you know arrow mad men it's yeah pretty much the, the the holy trinity of Oh gosh, I can't I cannot say enough good stuff uh, yeah. about that show. So yeah, that that had a very it was a it was a truncated like seven episode season uh, this Yeah. But ah, we just have to wait another year for their other half. Uh, but this <laughs> I'll tell you what, because of that, I think every episode shines. Like there was not a weak episode. Oh yeah, oh. it was like on fire. I mean, it was yeah. like you're exactly right. I mean, see I and this was the first time uh, Chris, that I've I've watched Mad Men as it's um, been airing, so it gave me a little different feel, right? A little different. You, you sense. get to you get to watch the ridiculous next time on Mad Men that show you nothing. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I generally avoid those things, and oh. I and, and even if I do catch them, yeah, I, I don't want them to spoil it for me. So I, I actually kind of like the fact that if they show something, I don't want it to really give me too much. It's a joke. So, it's like almost it's like yeah. become a joke, sort of like that they don't show you anything that matters. They'll just show somebody going what, you know? Yeah. It's, well, no, it's it's uh, that's cool with me. I'm fine with that. I, I I've 
I purposely turned those, you know, back in the days of... Remember Battlestar Galactica, the new Battlestar Galactica? Yes. Where they would flash all stuff from the episode at the during in the, the beginning, episodes, yeah, during the prologue, yeah. which was the I think it was Ron Moore's throwback to like Mission Impossible, yes. And, and I think there's a couple of other shows that have done. Well, that. Remember so, the old Battlestar Galactica did it too. You know they would do did it. They? Yeah, did they they would like have the they would before the credits they would have like a little little. Clip oh stuff. well, that was more of a preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. A flat out preview. Oh, you're talking show. about like the frantic like. The frantic thing during yeah. the credits. I would actually close my eyes when that would start for Battlestar Galactica. Because I, I, yeah. I just didn't want to see any little... I figure I'm watching it for the next hour. I don't want to even see a, a clip of somebody holding a gun to somebody or I know. Something. That's how I feel about movie trailers. Like I can't help but watch them, but like the latest, like say, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which I'm definitely... Trailers, I've, oh, I've just... Yeah, they show I, you so I, much. I love watching movie trailers. I, I've loved trailers for, for so long that I, I just except there's a certain level of that i'll accept sometimes yeah i think definitely they show you way don't, too much. don't let me i want to like don't like uh save save like the really great stuff for the movie i want to jump yeah. out of my seat but uh was there anything else i don't think so i think that's about it oh so you know the thing the next thing i'm really looking forward to on tv is going to be uh doctor who coming up in august so that is going to be the 12th doctor's uh first season i think it's going to run sort of all the way through to the Christmas special without a break, I think. That's what I understand. Yeah, so we have that coming back. Actually, there's some stuff on this during the summer. I, I actually just watched, uh, tonight I watched the first episode of season two of Defiance on oh, Sci-Fi. Right. Yeah. And also there's this new show called Dominion that started that I, I didn't watch the first episode yet. It's sort of like a heaven and hell, demons and, and angels fighting. Hmm. Looks like it's a little bit of a takeoff from that movie from a few years ago. With Dennis Quaid, um, Legacy you know, was that what it was? Yeah, I'm not sure where the source is for this. It, it just reminds me of that a little bit. But I'm going to give it a shot. I'll give it my two or three episode try. Uh, also, there's this what's it called? Extant. Oh, I, I, with Halle with Berry. Halle Berry yeah. for this. You know, she comes back astronaut in space by herself. Comes back pregnant. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. well, you know, sure, Halle Berry would come back pregnant. I'm sure Ned Stark is the father. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, and also, there's a on FX. There's going to be this Guillermo del Toro show called yeah, the, the, the Strain, Strain, which looks creepy as heck. It's so. Like, a, is, I think it's kind of a vampire. Thing. Yeah, I think so. It's hard to say because they're not showing you too much. I don't know um, if you watched the Under the Dome thing. I gave up on that last I year. Did, so. I, I hate watch Under the Dome. I like, can't. I can't. I, uh, I couldn't do it. They, I, I didn't like the people. I was I done. Know, they're they're all awful. I tell my dad and I were laughing about Under the Dome. I told him I watch it and just goof on it the whole time. But I keep watching it. <laughs> well, I do goof. It is one of the most ridiculous TV shows on the so air. There's right a few now. things over the summer to watch. And, oh, and uh, True Blood. True Blood. Oh, final well, obviously, season. yeah. True Blood. That goes without saying. I mean, yeah. I know some people have like. Oh, is that sh- they, this is this is the jump on the bandwagon? Is that show still on? That show hasn't been good since season two, or whatever. You know all that crap, and um, like you know, it, same you people with Dexter too. I still, I, I love these shows and I watch them. And uh, True Blood is very entertaining. I will say it is. It is. It's it's uh, you know the the and I'll tell you what that cast is, is is one of the best around. If you ask me, I really think that cast is is super talented. I think. <laughs> I think you're going to see all those people pretty much from the True Blood cast in a lot of stuff as as the years go on. So yeah, they're good. Uh, they're good. I, I think they've got some great actors there that are going to pop up all over the place. So uh, all right, well let's wrap this up, Chris, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we're still actually recording on your little <laughs> re- recorder thing. 
don't laugh. Uh, You're scaring me. Don't don't it's, laugh. It says it is. I'm looking at it. It's ticking away. So fantastic. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was good to talk about these shows. There's just uh, so much great stuff. Make sure you have your uh, you know your DVRs ready for the fall for for the new stuff for Gotham for the Flash. Yes. Uh, is it just is it the Flash or is it Flash? I think it's, it's the, the it's the Flash. The Flash. We couldn't call him Green Arrow or the Arrow. We're just calling him Arrow. So I thought maybe they would just call it Flash or Fla. Fla. <laughs> but um, I, I, it's I, like uh, it's like texting. It's like texting uh, uh, for TV. Gotham, you know, I think is my one kind of concern. Uh, I'm, yeah, everybody is really going to be that way. I think I yeah. think it's like oh my gosh, you know, it's it's uh, it, it it's Batman without Batman and all the bad guys. You know, they're just, yeah. I mean, you know. It's the Joker, but he ain't really the Joker. It's a penguin, but he ain't really the penguin. It's Catwoman, but she's twelve. You know, it's like you know, whatever. Meow, meow, yeah. But I mean, I think if they if they play it right and make Gotham like a truly weird place, I think it, they can pull it off and just have you know. And we'll see. I, I it, it, I'm looking. I'm gonna watch it. Who am I kidding? I'm gonna watch it. So. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the guys, they're not they're not dumb. I mean, I know that they must think that this is going to be a hard thing to pull off, you know. But they've done, uh, I think, Gotham Knights comic book. Yes, that uh, was they, good. They, they, they've, uh, this has been explored before. It's just basically see if people will be willing to go along with them for the, Gotham for the Central. ride. It's probably more like Gotham yeah. Central, which was... Or whatever, yeah, Gotham on the, Central. On, the, on was... the, the, the uh, cops, yeah, that was what it was about. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll, I know we'll both be, be there watching and giving it a try. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's it's uh yeah lots of, lots of great basically the golden era of, of movies TV everything. Uh, it's definitely the golden era of television. There's no doubt about it. It's television yeah. has never been better than it is right now. I can I guarantee it. Yeah, the summer's kind of dwindled off from the movie scene a little bit. I mean, I, I uh, I'll probably go see Transformers next week when it comes out just because it's like I don't know. I'm willing to spend six bucks to see big robots. <laughs> like, I I don't care. You know, I, I'm I'm a sucker. I know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I kind of got off the Transformers thing. They're not really my, they're kind of, but my kids like it, you know. But now it's got Marky Mark. Yeah, wow. it's got, you know, he's got, it's got Mr., yeah, Mr. Mark in there. So, I think we uh, found the Transformer. Yeah, like, uh, how does that happen, you know? <laughs> it's just, poor Transformers are in junkyards in a few years. I'm probably know? not going to the movies until uh, Planet of the Apes comes out. But uh, there's been some great movies this year so far x-men especially loved it so. oh yeah x-men was great there's still some good ones we got guardians of the galaxy uh we've got planet of the apes uh that lucy movie looks really interesting oh yeah with scarlett johansson and I'm trying to think of what else sci- oh well we already talked about expendables i was gonna say what other sci-fi it stuff. is sci-fi that is seven yeah, it, it's basically it. oh we have uh sin city too we also have we're gonna talk about a comic book uh connection at the end of august we have uh sin city sin city a dame to kill for so uh i i like that movie i like the first one i i'll I'll be there watching this one so um, yeah yeah i I liked it too so i'll I'll probably see that one as well yep 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 all right well it was cool talking to you um yeah just um stop the recording and we can chit chat you know off the record you know (laughs) say all those things we really want to say about you know all all those people on 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 the Facebook and, and on the forum. <laughs> we never do that. <laughs> oh. No. Well, thanks, Chris. Appreciate uh, you taking time out of your Friday night to 
chat about TV and movies and yeah. whatnot. No problem. It was fun as usual. All right. See everyone next time on Trex and Sci-Fi. This has been a Rick Dusty podcast production.